Hey, this is episode 19 of Back to Normal. It's September 10th, 2020. So let's get right into it. So what I wanted to do today is spend a little bit of time talking about technology. It's one of my passions. And though I am not anywhere near as close to the grindstone as I was on kind of the beat of technology, as I was, uh, what, probably three or four years ago now, I was doing a podcast called Future Chat. We talked about um, science and technology every week. Um, nowhere near that involved, but I do listen to a lot of podcasts and, and I don't, I wouldn't say I follow rumors, but I hear tangentially about them. And um, this fall is just a really, really exciting time for me as a person who I would, I, I, I hesitate to call myself an Apple fan, but I do um, appreciate their product design and their software, especially. And um, so as a person who can appreciate Apple's technology, um, I'm really, really looking forward to this fall. So I wanted to focus in and in the context of this fall, talk about what I think would be really, really nice to upgrade and um, then potentially talk about the reasons why I probably won't upgrade this fall. But um, we'll talk about that as it relates to the ongoing pandemic. Yay. Anyways, the biggest thing here um, that I'm going to start talking about is the iPhone, the next iPhone that's coming out and the next iPad that's coming out. And to, to clarify, I believe that the rumors coming out right now are that, um, well, so, sorry, I'll back up a little bit. There is an Apple event, a special event to announce something happening on the 15th of September. But the current um, understanding is that iPhones probably will not be introduced at this event because they are not ready because obviously there's a global pandemic going on. So things are getting moved around. Things are getting pushed back. And the current set of rumors says that those will be introduced um, or at least go on sale a little bit later than usual. Usually they go on sale in September. They're probably not going to go on sale until October or maybe even November. And so um, what's being announced on the 15th is apparently um, not going to include the iPhone. But who knows? Maybe they're going to announce it and just say it's shipping in six weeks or something. Who knows? Um, but all that being said, um, apparently Apple Watch and iPad are going to be the feature of this event happening next week. Um, and I'm going to talk a bit about the iPad. I don't really need a new Apple Watch. I'm sure they're going to come out with some feature that seems pretty compelling to me. But I just got one last year. And it is incredible. I love the always-on display. Um, the battery life is totally good enough for me. I'm looking forward to hearing about any kind of um, last-minute software updates that the Apple Watch gets, any last-minute features that older watches get, um, just because that's always something that that happens at these events. They they announce that you know a lot of things have gone through the new beta process, but like um, yeah, there'll often be some couple features that get announced and then you know it just makes it just makes it a little bit better so we'll see we'll see if that happens this year um now that i'm saying that i'm not actually sure what it would be but um because normally these things have to go through testing over the summer over the betas but um who knows there's also some things some um, features that are announced in the beta but aren't actually activated or don't actually do anything useful until the products are actually finally out like the new products are finally shipping and so we'll see what happens. Um, all that to say, I don't think I need, well, I definitely don't need a new watch right now. And I'm not going to be getting one this fall, no matter what they announce. But um, 
mostly because my current one is so good from last year. So um, the next big thing here, so just going chronologically in order of announcements, apparently the iPad's coming next. And um, so my iPad that I have now is one of my favorite pieces of technology. Like if the iPhone never existed because it was too small or whatever, and they just didn't end up doing, um, Apple didn't end up doing smartphones. Um, if you follow the history, I believe the first thing that went into production, like um, production design concept was an iPad. It was a big touchscreen computer. And then they decided to put the miniature one, miniaturized one, the iPhone size one out first, just to kind of prove the technology. And, and it seemed like a more um, necessary product back in 2007. Um, but the, yeah, the iPad is such a great computer. It's it's absolutely perfect for almost everything I do. Like I, I don't know if I could work a full day on my iPad without needing to get like a full um, keyboard and mouse setup, and and even then things like second monitors support are kind of lacking. So it'd be tough to do my day job with an iPad. But almost everything else is like it's completely doable. And not only that, it's way more comfortable in a lot of situations than having to sit down at a, at a desk at a computer. Um, I really love it. But the technology itself so mine is from i want to say 2016 maybe 2017 it's the first uh, 9.7 inch ipad pro and the first thing that i notice about it when i look at it sitting next to me now is these giant honking bezels um so mine is a rose gold one and it's got these giant white like thick thick white bezels and um in the ipad pro those are now gone and it's a very, very thin bezel all the way around with nice rounded corners. Um, there's no Touch ID button because it's been replaced by Face ID. And like just that's a really, really nice product. But this iPad that I have now cost me, oh, I don't know. It was probably at the time it was probably around $1,000 with the accessories I ended up buying. Um, but that's the the it's just it's more of a currency issue between the u.s and canada because um ipads are actually the the non or sorry i know this is an ipad pro so that explains the, the expensive uh part um ipad pros are extremely expensive and if you're not using them as that kind of everyday computer it probably isn't worth it to get the pro part um but this was the first pro that i ever actually saw myself really being able to benefit from and so i got it and it's been amazing. It's been super amazing. But since then, um, almost all the features that the Pro has that I would use have come down the line and are now in the iPad, except for the design. The design of the old iPad still has these big bezels, still has a home button with Touch ID, all that stuff. Um, but the rumor is the there are the parent the apparent design um, refresh that's going to take place in the iPad line is going to bring it more in line with the iPad Pros. So things like flat sides which I'm really, really excited for. No matter when I get this thing, I'm going to be um, really, really excited to have it. A lot smaller bezels, things like Face ID. There's talk about, um, given that we're in an ongoing pandemic where it's really um, prudent to wear masks all the time, Face ID is kind of getting, um, I don't I don't go out that much, but Face ID is getting um, a lot of kind of, I guess, questioning now just in that just in that specific context not that it doesn't work but that it doesn't work if you're wearing a face mask um aside from setting aside the the group of people that are actually having it work when they're wearing face masks it's kind of learned that sometimes the bottom of their face is covered by a mask which is interesting on its on its own um but the idea that 
a lot of people are now saying, Hey, we want touch ID back. Where's my fingerprint sensor? Um, how did you not foresee a pandemic where we'd all be forced to cover half our faces? Um, and so there's talk that they might be incorporating a touch ID sensor, a fingerprint sensor into the sleep wake button. So the button itself would actually be a fingerprint sensor and you could unlock with your face or with your finger, depending on, you know, if you're wearing a face covering, whatever's most convenient, the idea that both methods could be used to authenticate you. Um, so I'm interested to see how that works again. Like I said, I definitely have never worn a mask and used my iPad at the same time. And I also don't go out that much. So it's not um, it's not really that compelling a reason to upgrade for me, but it is certainly interesting. And that's the the upgrades to the screen, the upgrades to the form factor, the bigger screen, smaller bezels and flat sides like that's going to be amazing. My iPad has a decent camera, but now like every couple of years, phone and tablet cameras just get amazing. and make your old camera the current one you currently have on the few years old device look like garbage and that hasn't happened yet but mostly because i haven't really been paying that close attention like i said so um yeah definitely looking forward to those upgrades and um so talking about the iphone next i'm actually probably even more excited um i don't like i said i don't know exactly when it's going to be released but talk is later in the fall kind of october maybe november and similar to the iPad, I'm really, really excited about flat sides on the iPhone. I loved the, the, the flat side iPhone era was basically the era where for a few years I upgraded every year and sold my old phone, um, which is highly recommended if you can do it. It costs a couple hundred bucks a year um, in kind of money you lose every year on the cost of a new iPhone versus the sale price two years later. But that's to me is well worth it. Um, so yes, all the the phones I had during that era, like the iPhone 4, 4S, 5, 5S, all the ones, yeah, I guess the 4 and 5 generations were the ones that had it, flat sides, uh, they're amazing. They're, it's so ergonomic compared to having this rounded corner thing. Um, it feels really good to have this rounded corner thing in your hand, but it's impossible to hold on to because it, like, it contours perfectly to your hand. There's no, there's no pressure point. There's no friction point. Um, it's all just really slippery. And so I'm really, really excited for the iPhone to have flat sides again, because basically um, the phones I have now um, with the my actual phone is the iPhone 10. And the one that I have from work is the 10R. They're both such rounded, chonky boys that I need to have some kind of ergonomic um, assistance to hold the phone or I just get uncomfortable instantly. And for a while, I use pop sockets. Um, I'm now on this product called phone loops, which phone loops are really they're like if you thought pop sockets, if you saw pop sockets for the first time as like a 20 something and thought, wow, that looks horrible. Um, it is like it makes your phone look really, really bad. Um, you should probably try it before you comment. Um, this is one of those things that I thought like, oh, you know, this is just kids, kids being kids. They don't know what good is. They just there's something terrible and looks bad and it, there's no reason for it. It's just like it's decorative. And then I tried a pop socket and oh my gosh, they are life changing. Being able to actually hold on to your phone, especially in the time of curved phones, no flat sides. Um, you need something to be able, you need some way to be able to hold on to it. And that the ergonomic support that a pop socket gives you can't be beat. And so once I had my mind blown and opened to that fact, 
um, I was out looking for other alternative methods of ergonomic support and found this product called Phone Loops. And Phone Loop is basically a loop of fabric with stickiness on both ends. And you, you, so you have to use a case if you're going to use a phone loop. Um, basically, you take the phone out of its case and you pop one sticky side of the end of the fabric. It's like a 12 inch long, 8 inch long piece of fabric. You stick one side on the inside of your case underneath and one side in the top, like coming out through the camera hole, um, the camera cutout. And you basically end up with a loop of the fabric coming out the back of your phone. Um, again, it goes basically top to bottom or as close to top to bottom as possible. It doesn't really interact because it's so thin. It doesn't really interact with the fit of the case. Um, I can suspect that there are probably cases where it does interact, but I don't really care or notice. And it's been totally fine for me. So, um, yeah, ergonomic support for for your hand the, just the ability to slide your finger or one or two fingers inside this loop on the phone just gives you so much more confidence carrying the phone so like i can carry my phone now just holding it by this loop i'm not even really holding the phone anymore and it's so much more comfortable never going back the only thing that might make me go back is i might find if i have so the rumors on the iphone phew, amazing um, I'm so excited. I've been talking about wanting to keep the iPhone SE, which was like this tiny phone um, by comparison to today's standards and um, flat sides. Really great. I still used a pop socket on that phone when I had the iPhone SE and that was the one I had before the iPhone 10. Um, it's like I'm so excited for that size to come back. They're talking about potentially a 5.4 inch um, screen that looks similar to the iPhone 10. So this kind of, um, yeah, like I said, the, the screen itself is rounded, and so it goes all the way to the edges, um, similar to the iPhone 10. I think it's going to be a little bit bigger than the iPhone 5 and 5S, like, but similar to that size, just with a bigger screen instead of the bezels. And then like the speed and camera of approximately the 12 devices, the ones that are coming out. Um, I'm so excited for that phone. I don't know if I'm going to get it, like I said, but I'm really, really excited for that phone to exist just because smaller phones are great and they, the phones keep getting bigger and they keep getting heavier and i just don't understand i don't see the appeal of a gigantic phone i guess it's because you want one device and you don't want to have to get an ipad but i would way rather have the device with the size that's right for me at any given time rather than having to carry around this giant chonky boy all the time uh, so that that's that's what i want if i and like i said um i'm probably not going to be updating uh because we're in quarantine i don't think i don't think there's any real reason to upgrade my phone um it'd be nice to have a new camera we have um a kid on the way in october and which is oh my gosh that's next month we have a kid on the way in october so it's nice to have a nice camera take pictures of a new baby but um we're in lockdown and i don't really have any reason to get a new phone because like the reasons you get phones generally involve interaction with people outside the house and i've got like a nice computer in front of me that i can use for video calls and that kind of thing and work um i've got an ipad like i said the only reason that i want to upgrade the ipad is for design like the the screen and i'm not really suffering because the ipad is slow or anything even though it's a few years old and similarly my iphone is not nearly old enough that i'm needing to replace it the only reason i would replace my phone is if i was able to get a decent deal um through my carrier through bell to upgrade 
but I'm not really, like I said, I'm not really looking for that. Um, that's just something that might incidentally happen kind of in November and December. Like I'm not, I'm not a day, I'm not going to go get it on day one, no matter what happens. Um, but I will be sitting there salivating over the size and shape if it is what they say it is. And usually they are at this point, at this point in 2020 phone designs are pretty much, the rumors are pretty much dead on every time. So, um, I'm not really, uh, too worried about that. Now I had hoped to get to talking a little bit about Macs and desktop slash laptop computers in this episode, but it's already gone on pretty long, so I might save it for another time, um, maybe this weekend, because episode 20, as promised in episode 10, will be another episode where I talk a little bit about my own personal life. I give a little bit more of my backstory, and I think tomorrow um, the plan is to talk a little bit about my history with the internet so talking a little bit about how i um how i came up what my first exposure to the internet was like putting things on the internet and then how that evolved over time to where i am now and so looking forward to recording that tomorrow but i'll leave it here for now and um hope you enjoy the rest of your day have a great one i'll talk to you next time bye